Oh, let me just make my Lego tar. It's so tall. Whoops, fell. Well, I can create it all over again. That's exactly how children start learning, by playing. For a child, their entire world is a box of Legos. To create, to take it apart, to put it back again in a different design, in a different model, in a different shape, different size. They love to be creative. They're so creative. But as we grow up, we stop being creative. We stop innovating. We stop experimenting. Because whatever kind of creativity, it shakes the normal. It shakes the status quo that we're in. And we as grown-ups love our normal. We don't like to change much. While I was growing up, I loved to play games uh, like Scrabble, like Monopoly. And then when I started teaching, I realized what is the one thing that every child wants to do at any time of the day? It was to game. And I thought if I could package the knowledge that I wanted to give to my children in a box of games, the children would be so happy to take it. And that's exactly what happened. As a guest today, we have someone who believes in the same. She loves to innovate. She loves to create games for her children. She's been an educator for the past 13 years. She teaches computer science at National Public School, HSR, Bangalore. Please welcome Nimi Kumar. Hi, Nimi. Hi, Sapna. How are you? I'm doing good. So <laughs> great to see you. Yes, how about you? Oh, doing fine. I think thanks to uh, the digital platform, we are at least able to see each other, which would have been so difficult if uh, we were not in this beautiful digital world, I must say. So true. I'm a total digital fan. So <laughs> anything digital is good. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So Nimi, we are going to talk about a topic today which is close to your heart as, as, as well as mine. But before we get into a, a discussion, uh, we, what we'll do is we'll do a little uh, game, a warm up, just like you warm up before an exercise. So I have a pen and paper here. Do you have a pen and paper there with you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. So when I say three, two, one, go, both of us have to write our names backwards. Okay. Okay. Correct. Okay. And whoever writes first quickly can, uh, you know, shout out yippee or you can just ring a bell if you have a bell around you or whatever. Okay. I have a smaller name. Yes, I have a smaller name. <laughs> oh, I know. I have to really fight it this time. Ready? Three, two, one, go Nimi. Oh my, it's quite difficult. Yes, I did. <laughs> Done. Oh man, I have just about <laughs> reached uh, three-fourths of my name, Nimi. Phase <laughs> to have a smaller name, I guess. <laughs> so good. You, you, you're the winner of the first round. Super duper hits. Right. Good job. Thank you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Nimi. I started my career as a computer programming and programmer and then slowly moved on to teaching. I've been teaching now for the past 13 years wow. and I've absolutely loved every single day of my teaching. 
I'm sure you'll agree with me, Sapna, when I say that no two days in the same classroom can be the same, right? It's so exciting. Absolutely. I never felt like I've been a teacher. I feel every time I walk into a class, there is so much that I can learn from the students while they are learning from me. Oh, yes. I, I think the entire teaching learning process has now become so much a part of me. Right. I think it's become my story now. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you're so true in saying that, uh, you know, each day, each moment in the class is a learning, uh, I think, for the teachers as well, because that that's, I think, the biggest uh, message that you're giving right now, that as teachers, we do need to learn from our children. Wonderful, I think. That's that's amazing. Great. So what, you know, I you know, uh, for me, games have been a very important part of my life, uh, uh, Nimi. So what was your uh, game, your favorite game growing up? What was it? Uh, same, the same board games that you mentioned today, I think Monopoly, Ludo, Snakes and Ladder. Yeah, and I think when it came to computers, I loved Mario, Pac-Man and Prince 2 was my all, always favorite game. Favorite. <laughs> prince had to go and rescue, go through a lot of hurdles and the end of the game was to rescue the princess. Absolutely. But I don't think I reached that level because it really required a lot of effort. But yes, I did enjoy Absolutely. I think it is somewhat, something uh, like even for Mario Kart, there is that the rainbow road, which is like the scariest for me. I mean, I always, whenever I used to play with the kids, with my kids, I used to say, I'm not going to play that one because it's like I never finished that race. It was never ending. So, uh, so great, uh, Nimi. So should we jump into our, uh, you know, wonderful talk that we're going to have? Okay, let's go but for it. To begin with, you know, what I've done is I've gamified our session today. Since mm -hmm. since that is what we're going to do. So I have this, uh, you know, a box, a nest of box, one box inside the other. And mm -hmm. to get to the questions that we are going to talk about, they're all locked inside. Mm -hmm. And every time we need to get a question out, I'm going to give you a clue. The clue is written here. I'm going to read out the clue to you. And there is a three digit number lock here. It's locked. See, check. <laughs> so only when you give me the three-digit code, I'm going to put that code and we're going to unlock the box and get our question out. Okay. Are you ready? Up for it? Okay, I guess yes, so. Let's, yes, for, from one gamer to the other. Okay, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, so your first clue to get the big question today that we're going to talk about, we're going to give you the first clue for that. So here it goes. A hundred little arrows, okay? A hundred yes. little arrows, a hundred little bows, okay? Down fell the box they were in and five of each broke. So there were hundred little arrows, hundred little bows and down fell the box they were locked in and five mm -hmm. of each broke. So do you have the three digit code that I need for it? Is it 190? Correct. Absolutely. Ooh, now let me see first whether it works. Okay. One and nine. Yes, it did. Thank you. You got it, Mimi. Let's get the first question out. Okay. So the first question out is, is gamification the mantra for happy classrooms? What are your views on that? 
in my view sapna i think a happy classroom is one in which the teachers are happy as well as the students are happy True. and i think a teacher is happy if her students are engaged and excited about the class and a student is happy if the student is able to uh, learn at his or own own pace and do not have to you know rush through or not follow what's happening in class so let me i have a small gamification lesson here for you so let me just answer wow. your question with a can i share the screen yes. with you that, yes that's wonderful so i gamified the question and you gave me find the answer for me i'm loving it already nimi <laughs> <laughs> yeah so here i go sapna i have a okay. small lesson here the topic that we are going to learn today is gamification okay right so it's a self directed lesson and you need to complete each level of questioning before you move on to the uh, next part of the question so i'm as a teacher i'm sure that you have understood what it is that we are learning and i hope i've shared what is gamification app. are you able to gamification hear it gamification is the application of gaming mechanics to non gaming environments what it does yeah so that was just a small intro and there could be more of it and probably a video so now we go on to answering the doing an activity which would reinforce what we have just learned right so, so the student you show you 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 uh, uh give a little talk about the topic that you're going to tell the children and then you put this uh, quiz forward yes the student is sitting every student is sitting in front of his, his or own her own computer so they are watching it at their own pace if they don't understand they can uh, you know watch it again and then when they are ready for it they move on to take up this activity okay okay so the activity is to fill in the blanks with the appropriate words so hopefully the student has understood so they just come back and say gamification is the application of gaming mechanics in to non gaming environments so once this child has put it in any order that he thinks right he just goes on if he doesn't know it he goes back for help okay. or he makes a mistake he resets it and otherwise he just checks for the answer right so he's got it right so it moves on to the the child has completed the level and we move on to the next topic that we have okay designed okay. for him so the right. next topic probably a diagram or probably a map or something different parts you just need to memorize something so that's a small activity or a puzzle that has been created out of this diagram which the student needs to okay so this needs to be the final picture right what you what yeah you yes okay true yeah so the child comes back now this is a jumbled puzzle that we have created right now the child needs to try it out he starts attempting it and somewhere in between he doesn't know what comes next yeah he just goes back and he can view the puzzle again so there is no limit oh. on the number of times that he could try it out there's no restriction that he needs to get it in the first attempt and then he comes back again he could reset it and then start all over again if he had made a mistake so it basically takes away the stress of learning the student is not uh, you know he may be distracted when he was watching or it's possible that he can do it as many times as he wants so we will and i think the, the 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 objective is for the child to learn so it doesn't matter exactly. if taking two uh, tries or four tries or five tries at it yeah exactly so then he finishes the puzzle and then the game the lesson ends with him us giving him a feedback that he completed the first 
level in one attempt, completed level two in two attempts. Right. So there is some feedback that he can get. So that's what I feel a gamified lesson should look like or absolutely and i think it was so interesting because uh, i mean for us because we were just talking about gamification and you gamified the answer for me that was amazing and for our viewers also and you shared with us two techniques that teachers can use like you can and this was created by you yourself right this is for yeah yeah it was yeah. not some uh, online site that uh, you use this is your own creation uh -huh. Yeah, this was all just created in PowerPoint, yes. Right, yes. right. And it's as simple as that, right? You you can just do yeah. so much on PowerPoint. That, that's what the message Correct. We can customize the lessons to as and how we want. The, as many activities we have, like I've used a range of activities like snakes and ladders, bingo, you name it, tic-tac-toe, word search, the limit, unjumble the words. These are all games that I have used and there are the limit it's just you up to your imagination the game that you could come up to we could you know create that on powerpoint Absolutely. itself nothing more than that that's true i think once you start thinking in that direction i think yeah. the ideas come to you and then it's just about you sitting down and putting it together right that that's the main that's that's, that's the only thing that takes time yeah you yeah. need to do that so when did when did you fall in love with gamification nimi when did it start for you uh, it all, uh, yeah, I started when I, as a teacher, I've been observing my students and I noticed that the most exciting part of their day is the PE period. That is what we look forward to in the entire day. And it would always uh, be at the back of my mind. I wish I had, they could have that excitement, you know, for all the subjects that they are learning, you know, that kind of excitement they should come to school with. So I had another colleague of mine who was equally passionate and excited like me. And this was before I even heard the word gamification. This was just something that we came up with. She was a chemistry teacher. So we said, let's try out, you know, a chapter, uh, introducing a chapter to the students in chemistry. So, and the only thing that came to mind was PowerPoint. That was something that was easily available on my system. Yeah. So we just quickly, you know, created a lesson, something like this. And we tried it out with the students and they were like, they just loved it. And, you know, the students who were otherwise probably disinterested in the class, suddenly I saw the spark in them and they were like running around and helping their friends. Uh, no, this is how you need to do it. And this is how you could proceed. So it helped me, you know, amazing. Get amazing. Absolutely. And I think the, the look on their faces would have been like, such a wonderful, you know, uh, cherishable moment for you forever because, uh, I mean, to see your children happy in class and, you know, they must have been like wowed by your uh, lessons. There was absolute silence up now in the class. Like everybody was like involved and totally into the game, trying to figure out how they proceed further. And I got another opportunity while doing my PGCI course. We got to do some research. So I picked up gamification. By then I had a idea what gamification <laughs> is so i did a, some research on it and the result again was the students wanted it in every subject possible they said we would love to have more of true because i think game if games is something that they are ready for any time of the day like we talk yeah. about the prime time and the low time you know during yeah. the day for teaching and education but i feel that there is no low time for children to game because they're ever ready and if we you know package our games uh, i mean our knowledge in the form of games i think it's 
always uh, you know they'll be ready to uh, take it exactly <laughs> absolutely so uh, but uh, going forward in that direction i just wanted to uh, have your views on why do you think then that uh, we as teachers sometimes don't want to use games in the class in spite of you know okay uh, i think like from the online perspective i'm sure you would know more about how you could it works with the online offline uh, but i think in the online it's very difficult for us to find those kind of games that we require there may be some games available but uh, on a particular topic that i would like to teach it's very difficult to go and pick one right off the net or right. uh, something that is easily you can go and purchase it's not custom made like there is something but it may not suit my requirement Right. so probably that could be one of the reasons uh, then uh, if to create one yourself there is a little bit of programming or little bit of right. technical knowledge that you need to use which is again um, you one of those yeah and also i feel that uh, somewhere in a teacher's mind is also the fear of losing class control if i want to gamify my class i might lose class control that could be one of the thoughts that go through you know every teacher's mind as well that Probably. Uh, yes yeah yeah of course yes and and uh, as we move from teachers driven classes this is a good example of a teacher controlled class but it is entirely child driven absolutely absolutely and also i think sometimes it's also that uh, you know to keep your child alive as you grow up you need yeah. to i feel that you need to keep gaming yourself also because uh, you know the child in you always wants to play right yes. they love stories and they love games and as you grow up you stop keeping that child inside you uh, you know uh, getting all those uh, goodies and uh, if if you keep doing that as you grow up also then those things come naturally to you to give back to your children as well yes yes yeah so and uh, i guess even making sorry no please go ahead I, yeah i guess even making these games would or designing your lessons around these games would involve a considerable amount of time like as a teacher if i had to design a game which were had to be completed in say half an hour i would require at least a weeks effort uh, of creating the game right from designing to developing so it takes and the teachers are as it is multitasking a huge right right of task so probably they find it a bit difficult to fit in so maybe that could also be one of the absolutely yeah. that that they But are not then, able to cases right so if if we 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 just talked about all the problems that the teachers would probably face if they wanted to gamify their lessons so uh according to you what could be the you know uh, key ingredients for teachers to keep in mind if they wanted to gamify their classrooms to make it you know absolutely effective what could be those pointers that you would like to give the teachers that it would become effective yeah uh i would i would say that the most important would be to design games that are appropriate for that particular age group or the games that interest that particular age group of students so that they are excited about it 
probably uh, involves includes some more uh, gaming ideas of course finishing the game in itself is a big motivation for the students yeah. but probably have a leaderboard or have something where they win some prizes during the uh, when they are playing the game all that is again something which motivates the student right and then provides scaffolding during the lesson right the mm -hmm. child should not have to ask somebody else for help or probably may hesitate to ask the teacher for help so within the lesson itself the children child should have everything uh, available among in his surroundings so that he could make use of that and then he would be able to figure it out on his own on right his own. and this is this is what we are talking about if we are playing online right but uh, like if if you're in a classroom and if you're doing uh, you know gamification uh, a non digital way and yeah. uh, in in that sphere probably you know you would be encouraging a lot of communication also between the children if they're you know if you're gaming playing and uh, you know uh, making that the children come into play yes so group activities and things they how they interact as a group absolutely and i think what you said the uh, you know keeping a valid challenge level depending on the capabilities of the children and uh, you can also design your game according to probably the you know if you've teamed them up in different uh, uh, you know levels of their capabilities you can have uh, different variations to the games as well yeah right. of course and, and of course feedback giving them a constructive feedback is not possible even we are in a group of maybe 30 or so students it's right impossible for us to individually go and give feedback but with the game the game itself can be designed in such a way that it provides individual feedback to each of the students that absolutely. could also help. absolutely and i think also that if if it is suppose uh, your game design is more a uh, team based game design so children learning from their peers is also a very very big plus from uh, you know uh, gamification because then there is you are not having too much of that uh, competitive it's a very healthy competition that you bringing in and you know the uh, the ones who are fast learners can help the ones who are needing a little help and you know because they want the entire team to win so the yeah. I, you know the uh, the process is yeah. going to learn yes. along right <laughs> absolutely so that that was i think uh, amazing that uh, we saw how beautifully that you can you know bring in a lot of positivity into the classroom bringing in a lot of healthy communication by uh, gamifying your lessons so if we want to move to the next uh, question nimi uh, you know what we have to do again so we have yeah. next uh, segment in our uh, box again and i'm going to read you the second clue and again it is a three digit code for my lock here so okay. here goes are you ready for the number 2 clue yes we are we are talking in uh, uh, you know basketball language here so imagine a game between lakers and celtics or something and so 23 pointers in the last okay. game okay 25 two pointers too okay 23 pointers in the last game 25 two pointers to that was the score in the end when the final buzzer blew so what do you think is the three digit code i am asking for so there are 23 pointers and 25 two pointers to that was the score at the end when the final buzzer blew 100 and 
10. Do I add the two? Oh, great. Yes. So 23 pointers <laughs> is 60, 25 two pointers is 50, and we have the answer 110. Fantastic, Nimi. Let me just punch it in. 110. Yes. Got it. Thank you for the answer. And let's see what question comes out of that. Okay, here we have. So this is this is something related to the times that we are in, Nimi. Um, this COVID-19 virus has pushed us really all, all us teachers into a corner. We've been, uh, you know, asked to change so much in ourselves. So what do you think, uh, from your point of view, has been the biggest struggle for teachers at this time? Right, it came at a time when I think most of the teachers were about to get into the summer holidays, of course, which was... Uh, something that was totally unexpected and yes it was totally washed and we uh, came to a stage where we realized that we now the only way that we could reach out to our students and be able to get in touch with them, with them would be through an online platform so we started off with having absolutely no idea where to start from what kind of a platform are we going to communicate with the students we started off from there me being a computer science teacher, I probably was at a slightly better advantage in the sense that I wouldn't say in any way I was better. I had no clue about how the uh, group, uh, the video communication works and the different features that are available. We were totally clueless. We had never looked yeah. at those options. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but then as the teachers are, as we always are, everybody rises up to the occasion. So everybody doubled up the work that they were doing and they nobody gave up we had a lot of practice sessions where we tried out with each other but i must tell you sapna nothing prepared us for the first day that we went into class oh. with the students because we just we are so used to going into a class noisy class full of students excited buzzing with activity and we just had to see those uh, initials on the screen so that was something that was I think my first class I just couldn't teach because it was so difficult to just talk to a blank screen. But then I think over time now we have all got used to it and you know, yeah, we have. So I think that like what you said that since you are a computer science teacher, there's so many things that would have probably, I mean, in the course of learning as well, they would have probably come to you a little easier easily than to those who were absolutely not uh, from a computer science background. So I'm sure for them, the struggle would have been like, you know, twice as much because they needed to upgrade themselves in a lot, many ways. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, the necessity to want to be with your students was so challenging that everybody just rose up to it. And Absolutely. And I think in a way, if you look at it in a positive way, uh, I would say that it, it's been, um, you know, uh, it's been a very big learning for all of us because the technology was anyways there, right? I think uh, it, we never felt the need because I think there is nothing better than an in-classroom teaching, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, that's what my view is. I don't know how you... Yeah, Sapna, even uh, I would beg to differ, of course, <laughs> when it comes yeah. to technology, there is something I... I had, uh, there was something that we all knew was missing and we never knew what it was and how we could bring about a change. But I think this has taught us that we can have a 
even post pandemic we could probably have a good mix of both offline and online like i don't i wouldn't call that offline but i mean go on in the classroom sessions of course nothing can replace a classroom session right. but the uh, features that we now have realized exist with the online sessions is that right. we could we can individually communicate or individually help out each of the students as and when they require. So that is something that I think we should keep going even absolutely. post Absolutely. So do you think that uh, now that, you know, you must have been through so many training sessions and so many, you know, practice sessions with the, uh, the online classes, do you feel that uh, the teachers are now feeling comfortable, you know, uh, going through all these uh, Definitely, definitely, yes. Definitely, yes, of course. I'm the teachers are always like we have been into a month of teaching now, and I think they are all absolutely loving it and really yeah. having a because there are a lot of the experience while it is, you know, while it is there. Right. So what has been like a magic being for you? How did you reach your children through your online class? What was any day that you felt that uh, you know you were able to reach them better than the previous day any specific magic bean for our viewers how you can uh, no every day like i said every day is a new learning in a classroom some days you come out of the classroom feeling oh i wish it went totally wrong it, it was not how i wanted my class to go and mm -hmm. so then you double your efforts and the next day you go into class fully prepared so there are certain things like now I have included something where I have a quote for the day, which I probably in my regular classes I never had. So now I spend at least half an hour browsing the net, you know, with a quote which I would like to share with my students. So that is something. Then I have a small game before I start the class, so which was absolutely trying to make most of the time that we have with them, you know. So are your sessions generally, uh, uh, the video is off or do you ask your children to... Sorry, I didn't get you. Sorry. Uh, do your children, uh, do you ask your children to leave the video on or is it uh, just an audio session generally? Uh, no, the students, it's generally an audio session because of the bandwidth and right. other issues. But the lower grade, the smaller kids love to turn the video on and they love to... Chat so for do some they time. play pranks on you as well? I mean, do do they do that on teachers? You know, switching on their camera and making faces and things like that. <laughs> I don't know they haven't done that as yet, but yes, they do try. They do try to. Oh, you know, I hope I've not given the wrong ideas to the children. That's <laughs> what I meant. I was like, because, you know, uh, children, they, they have that naughtiness in them. And for them also, it's I'm sure it's a new, absolutely new thing that they are uh, trying out, right? But Sapna, it's something that they are more comfortable. I must say that's something that they are more comfortable with than right, us. So right. it has, makes us work even more harder to yeah. get there. <laughs> and again, that thing, uh, you know, comes in where we say that before, you know, all through for so many years, we, we have been talking about the digital, uh, you know, taking over the child's life, uh, adding the screen time every day, it is increasing with all the gadgets they are on. And we've been debating how to, you know, create a balance between that as a teacher, as a parent, as a school you know, incorporating policies so that, you know, the level of digital and the non-digital remains uh, comfortable for the child. So what do you think, how can, you know, we uh, create a balance like that? 
I think we are already doing that to some extent, like only when necessary, we have them online with us and most of the work that they need to do can be done offline, like when they are not interacting or on the computer screen, right? So there could be activities that you could just give them to do at home. It's just the concepts can be taught when we are online. So they, that way we reduce the amount of screen time that the student right, is. Right, right. And I think it is necessary also that uh, an online classroom having a little bit of an in-classroom feel, like you said that you, uh, you know, you try and gamify your sessions or for example, what we are doing, we are on a digital platform and we are kind of gamifying our questions and answers. So it's, yeah. I think it just builds a connect between the uh, teacher and the student if we, you know, bring the two together, right? So true, so true, Sapna, yes. <laughs> and, and I think in that way, both of us are two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it, I really enjoyed calling you on for this talk because uh, till now, whenever we used to meet as, uh, you know, talking about as teachers, and I would be talking about how much fun I have in class, you know, playing with them, uh, you know, designing games, which were all hands-on and, uh, and you talking about how it was only, you know, digital and uh, see where we are because of the COVID virus that we have to merge the two together to, you yeah. know, make our education 100%. Correct. I think this was in the coming, like it was something that had to, Finally, I think we have realized that now we can have a balance between the two. Yes, yes. And, the two, yes. and because I think you cannot imagine the world without, uh, you know, the digital. It, it, it is there to stay and that is the forward. That's the step forward, right? You have to go exactly. forward in yeah. that. That's where today's generation is most comfortable and that is what comes naturally to them. So I think as teachers and as educators, we need to go out to go out there and reach out to them in a way that they would understand and they would be open to learning right right and also we as teachers also need to upgrade ourselves because i think that's what happened because it i know it is not it is one of those difficult times that we have been in but if we take it as a learning i think all of us have upgraded ourselves to another level you know to reach our children that that's great so should we jump into our third and final clue, Nimi? I have okay. my third box right here. This is the third and final clue. If you crack it, uh, we will declare the winner because definitely gamification has to have a winner. That is the, you know, uh, push that children have. Finally, there has to be a winner, whether it is an individual or a team, right? And that drives the whole uh, gamification. Reward, a reward, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So are you ready for your third clue? And again, the lock is there for a three-digit lock code. The clue three is, I ate five scoops of chocolate. I okay. ate five scoops of chocolate and three of berry blue. Okay, five scoops of chocolate and three of berry blue. Times 100 were the calories. I had to burn two. <laughs> I did indulge in a lot. So five scoops of chocolate, three of berry blue, times 100 were the calories. I had to burn two. So what do you think is the three digit code I need? 800. Yes, correct. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me just punch in. Okay. 
Absolutely. Here we go. We get the third and the final lock out. And let's dig in for our, the final question. So we kind of, you know, we started from how things were, how things are in the present and how gamification has, uh, you know, changed the face of our education system now. Um, I would like your views on what are the big benefits, if we can just sum it up for our, uh, you know, viewers, what are the big benefits of gamification uh, as a teaching tool? Yeah, I think the benefits of gamification are endless. It's, I could come up with so many, but I will probably restrict it to maybe two or three. I think as teachers, what we want for our students is for them to become independent learners where they can, independent and lifelong learners. That is what we want for them. We want them to be able to, everything is today available on the internet, like you were just saying, everything is out there. It is just that they need to go there and pick up their, what is right for them. So I feel gamification is in the right direction because it helps us to uh, get the student involved in a way in which that he could independently go through the entire lesson at his own pace. So that is something which I feel is one of the biggest benefit of okay. using gamification in our classrooms. Uh, the second most uh, important benefit that I would like to say is the it Game, uh, games by nature intrinsically motivate the students. It is not something they do it because I want to win that particular prize or I want to defeat that person and then I want to reach up. I think while we are playing a game, we are so involved that we are ourselves, we are enjoying the whole experience of playing the game. So that is some, something that would be new that we are trying to get the students to enjoy the lesson or enjoy the activity more than just reaching somewhere or completing a portion or just getting some grades. But the whole experience of learning would, is something that would be beneficial. And also, I think that, you know, when, when you're uh, using gamification in classrooms, so if suppose today you've, uh, you know, teamed them up and you, you, you've uh, made them play something. And today, if one team has not won and the other team has won. So I'm sure it is there in the child's heart that tomorrow, suppose I'm going to have another round, I need to go a little better prepared for that uh, game. I mean, I'm bringing the two together because, you know, for um, uh, in-classroom teaching also, if you are using gamification, hands-on gamification. So, uh, you know, losing is... In a way, they are learning how to lose also because that's also a very necessary skill in all of us. We need to uh, learn how to take defeat as well and uh, to rise up from that. So every time when you, you know, gamify, everybody cannot be a winner, like you said. But, that, but still, somewhere there is that hope for the child that, you know, I've not won today, but I'm going to make it up tomorrow. I'm going to come well prepared. True, true. So true. Yes. Yeah. And uh, sorry, you were saying something earlier, I think. Yeah, I was talking about, yeah, then I would think the third most important another benefit of gamification is, again, that as teachers, we would like to uh, bring all this, we want all our students to reach the same level of, uh, I don't know how to put that, same level of uh, knowledge in terms of, yeah, the concepts should be clear equally to all of them. So. 
at least the basic level of expertise on a particular topic, we would like it to be the same for all the students. I think gamification uh, is a way for teachers to realize or to a confirmation, I would say, for the teachers that yes, all my students have definitely, by the end of this lesson, they have all reached the same level of right right so i think these are the three main yeah i think benefits. that's what what you said and i would like to add a few uh, you know what i feel also uh, since it's more of uh, i i am talking more on the in classroom gamification field that uh, you know there's lot of communication between the children so whenever i've done uh, you know lessons uh, by gamifying those lessons and divided them into teams if it was team based or uh, strategy based so it brings out so many different qualities of children children who are you know smart talkers uh, help the others in a different way uh, children yeah. who are smart with time help them help the team in a different way so there are all kinds of smarts that we have right you have the smart talkers you have the smart uh, uh, you know those who can strategize well who time well so there are so many uh, positives that come out when you gamify a lesson and uh, somewhere i also feel that you know as uh, as you're gamifying somewhere the teachers and the students become one right because you become uh, you know one with them and the fear that the children have to say something or you know ask something is so much lesser in comparison to a regular uh, you know classroom scenario if you imagine where you know those straight line desks and you know we're just everybody is uh, you know uh, classroom yeah. yeah so uh, those are a few and again i feel the biggest like you said is making them responsible learners is a very big plus from uh, gamification yeah. but i think the main thing that we all as teachers need to always remember is that the objective needs to be very clear that the objective is learning with fun and not just fun because uh, uh, you know gamification uh, for it to True, work effectively Sometimes the name uh, sounds like it's just fun, but it is definitely much more than just fun. Gamification is learning with fun. Exactly, you put yes. it so right. And that objective as a teacher who wants to use gamification as a tool needs to be very sure in a mind that that's you know that is what it is. Because if if you don't remember that, then of course your class can uh, go from where you wanted it to and to something else, and then you would probably feel that it did not work. Whereas it would have worked and uh, you know you i think you can have you can design a few rules you can especially if you're doing in class uh, uh, games um, then you can have few outlines that you give children you give clear directives so that you know that uh, you know they need to work within it and uh, since they want to play i think they adhere to whatever rules you make because they know that all games come with a rule book and uh, if you introduce the rules right in the beginning i think it's easier to uh, implement uh, gamification in any class right yeah i think that goes for both yes for both of them the preparation that you need the background work that the teacher needs to put in is the same for whether yeah. it is an online or an offline class absolutely yeah so good uh, nimi i think um, i will undoubtedly say that you're the undefeated winner today 
because you have aced all the questions that were put to you. You have given our viewers an amazing insight to the world of gamifying uh, the lessons and how to make it so wonderful for uh, children to become responsible learners. And at the same time, enjoy your time with your children uh, as teachers as well too. So I will say to our viewers that please, you know, keep that child in your life and game on, gamify your sessions and have a blast teaching your children. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Until next time. Thanks, Nimi. Thank you so much for being on air with us. Thank you so much, Satna. Thanks a lot. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.